I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Alright, hello everybody, welcome back to James and Flav for now, it's Friday, the jumper's back out, it's winter time, um, how best are you Best time, I'm, I'm sick of all these people like, oh summer's the best, fuck summer, fuck summer, it's hot, it's uncomfortable, and you can't wear the clothes that you like, you have to walk so, around in t-shirts for six months, it's bullshit. I'm an autumn guy, personally, I'm, so I'm quite happy I, with the I'm current state of affairs. I'm it's cold as possible. I like, to, like, I, I like the option to go... Do you want to take the risk and go to short sleeves? Yeah, I might get a little bit chilly, but I can handle it. I want to, I want to have the option. But if I want to layer up, I can as well. I want it to be up to me. I want it to be mm. my decision, not the fucking weathers. You just, you, I love jacket. Jacket weather, and it's best. You, well, shacket weather. You're just a shacket fan, aren't you? That is, that is the... Um, that's the sort of... I'm a... No, no, no. Honestly, I get fashion sort of um, item of clothing of choice is the shacket, I would say. I realised on Sky Sports News, everyone's smack loving, what are you on about? loving a shack. It's like a, it's like a shirt jacket. You know, you've got shackets coming out. It's coming out your ass. It's, it's called an overshirt, not a shacket. What the you probably design shackets in your in your spare time and get people to make. Well, it's probably what you do. Your, uh, keep your uh, keep your soon. eyes peeled for things that are coming soon. Exciting things uh, um, for all football fans, not just Spurs fans. Oh, do you know what? I did have an idea. Right? Can I? Can I? Can I? Um, take some clothes off for you. Is yeah. All right. Can I? May I? Yeah. May I? Fleece sounds a lot. Oh, yeah. It looks a lot to me. God, this this really w- shirt makes me look four. <laughs> but <laughs> it it's a uh, it's what I like to call. We've heard of the shacket this week. Um, this is a, what I would call a knee shirt, as in it's a niche t-shirt. It is extra, extra large. <laughs> and what is going on, Jim? And it looks extra large. If you can see it on the back, it's a it's an England West Indies tour from a couple of years ago where they lost every single match. I think it was an absolute disaster. <laughs> where oh, the Bar Miami. Where did yeah. you get that from? My mate said I've got these mad shirts. That my mate's given me. They're like rubbish. Do you want them? I was like, yeah. <laughs> 
England's bar. But you looked at those shirts went. and went. You looked at those shirts and went, yeah, all right. Oh, put that on. I just thought, I, I like random ones. England's Barmy Army, West Indies 2022, which was a terrible, terrible tour that they lost loads. And I think the guy lost his job. I think. Good. Um, I think that might be a new bit. Knee shirts. So niche T-shirts that you have that are specific. Because you do see, I saw a guy yesterday wearing a Atlanta 1996 Olympic uh, baseball cap. And he thought he was cool. Do you do you see going to football as an event to put on some of your best clubber? No, but did did you back in the day? You know when you used to go, you'd go to like the um, leisure centre or go into go into the uh, um, city centre. I see that. I was a, a teenager. Lot. Yeah, like wearing the best thing. Or going down the, the park on a Friday night, wearing your best clobber and your dad's aftershave just for the briefest hope that you might get to finger a bird that evening. A simpler time, yeah. Um, no, I don't. Mate, I, I, um, what I will anticipation, do... Such anticipation when you're about 15 years old, 16 years old going, I wonder what will happen in this park tonight. Oh, mate. What, what is you... going to happen? Most, you... <laughs> often not, but there would be one or two nights you've gone, that was great. What a good hour in the park. Give me a second because I want to hear all of this. <laughs> football podcast by the way guys um we have got lots of you know you know just Arsenal like you're in the apparently. you're in but, um, the but park chat first you know what i'm talking about park was you park, know what i'm talking going to the parks on a, park, on park a friday night you get yourself two bottles of big red square just see what the fuck happened that's what you do <laughs> it was, it was just, a simpler yeah, time or well, it was just it was you had 1.99 for a massive bottle of cider I don't know what it was it could have been cider but it was alcoholic and you'd go into this and there were girls there and there was energy in the air and there was oh, piss smells was, of piss it was vibrant and yeah vibrant but that that electricity when you're a teenager and you're like i might i might get to finger one of these girls tonight. i can imagine a young flav just looking at his own hands <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe yeah it was oh. an innocent time it was an innocent time you said after i said that okay <laughs> Oh, it's Friday, guys. It's Friday. Um, congratulations yeah. to everyone. You've made it. Um, I've got some fun things that we can do. We've got sandwich chat, um, uh, knob chat, which I'll be revealing. More just sandwich chat. Is it not awesome. over? We're getting close to the end for sure. Um, bit of football chat. I, I haven't really spoken about Ronaldo, neither of you. We've got Curry Panic is back. Um, and we've got a Samism. And also a bizarre comment. That starts with "Hi James and Flav." I don't know. T- I don't know which section this story belongs, but you might like it. And it's about Dutch music. So all of that and so much more. <laughs> what, what, so there's a good reason why he doesn't know what section it belongs to. Dutch music. I mean, I don't know. I've, I haven't really watched all of the podcasts. Have you ever had a Dutch music section? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think many football po- podcasts in particular have that. It, honestly, there's about three or four comments from last week that I'm just... I actually... I'm not sure if they're good enough to go in or not, but the, the important thing is that I, I just need to say it to you so you can maybe like explain it to me because I'm just confused with some of them. Oh, right. um, so, yeah, what we well, have got as well... Can I tell you what I want to talk about? On this um, Arsenal cracks, maybe? I think we should talk about... Uh, well, maybe something to do with that. Something to do with I think I might have some ideas, right? And um, things that I find quite interesting. Um, we've got Anthony Spin. 
you were about this the fallout oh sorry 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 i thought you were saying i felt like you were saying someone's someone's youtube name in the chat was anthony spin and you're about to read out their comment no i saw yeah i saw anthony spin followed by the bad past yeah yeah. and uh obviously Grealish saying the papers need to leave him alone and concentrate on his game i found interesting like what i um, um i caught uh, i caught the um opening credits i guess of um jim white and uh, what's his face jordan this morning he's got yeah. and uh, no, i'm not here and um jim white said this about the spin it was part of his um setup i guess for the, for all the um, for the white hot action they call it because his name's white isn't it they um they said yeah. He said, "Showboating is it? Um, is it frowned upon in this country? Was That's that the fine, road you were going to go down when it came to Anthony?" And, and I'm and just curious. Spin. What you, what, are we talking about it now? I, yeah, let's I'm dive curious. To, I'm, I, I, well, I was, I was just curious about what you you thought. I mean, like, you know, the people are going to hate it. Roy Keane, Graham Souness, Skulls and anyone in mind, wouldn't he? Skulls did. Like, Skulls did he? Did he? Yeah. I mean, Skulls' it... heart is just like, for God's sake, just look over your shoulder all the time, be aware of the space, and play a pass. That's what he wants. So some people might say that that is a part of his game, that flamboyant, that look at me, the sort of game fun starts at my feet as opposed to anywhere else. Um, And I, I saw McCullough's comment saying, uh, I, I love it. I love how much balls piss it's boiling and stuff like that. I can't remember exactly what he tweeted, but it was along those lines because it's his player. It it was just, uh, apparently that's like one of his trademarks. He does that in games. Okay. My biggest thing is you just look a bit of a plank, especially in England. Let's put it to the the comments. We've got a, I'll chuck a poll up. Um, Anthony showboat um, with, obviously with a capital S and H Um, love it or not for me. That's the poll. And whilst you're there, guys, what I've got here, and um, you guys can ask some questions as well, which we'll look at at the end. But I've uh, I've done this a few times on uh, match reactions. But what you can do, let me know where your sluggy little fingers are at this moment in time, because I've got the old "Where are you watching from?" on the uh, on the stream alive. So it's always always interesting to see where everyone's watching. So just write down in the chat where you're watching the podcast from right now. Because uh, I just I like it, but well, yeah. Also, get your questions in because um, I will answer some of those as well. So the poll, what's happening with the poll? So look, the poll suggests currently fifty four percent says not for me. Well, the How- thing is, is it, it's sh- the showboating. The showboating when you know doing skills in order to gain an advantage or or or, or draw a tackle. Then, then the showboating and that and that and that aspect has a point. But in this, he just looks a bit silly. What he was doing, like I didn't get it. It's like, quite early in the game. Ultimately, fundamentally, I don't know. All right, I don't That's... know. I tell you another one this week. This week, it's like, and 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 I'm not saying this was personal. Like we had Emerson Royale do it at Tottenham, and we won. We was not winning the game, and he tried a no look pass, and he passed it out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like first, first and foremost. Rule one is just do the best you can, right? Stop. If, if certainly if you're not winning, if you're winning four nil and you want to do a no look pass, get it. Fine. Everyone loves it. If it and if it comes off, it's great. There isn't. We had, do you know what I'm talking about? Did you see what he did? Uh, yeah, Emerson. yeah, yeah. I've seen. So he got, oh, Emerson Rail. No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what happened? He was. Um. He. he we. We needed to score, right? Desperately. 
he had an overlapping, um, I can't remember who was overlapping, another player was overlapping him, giving him an option. Basically, if he would, if he had played it correctly, the guy would have been running at pace. Right. It might have been Doherty, I can't remember. Not and he would have gone into the box. What Emerson Royale does is look away and pass. And this, we're talking about an eight-foot pass is what he had to make. He did a no-look pass, and it just went out. It went nowhere near the player. And we, what we needed was, in that moment was a... We, we needed to just base, basic stuff, just pass the ball so he can run yeah. into the box. That was, it was on. And it, what he decided to do was a no-look pass. And you know why he did it. I don't know if you're aware that at Spurs, they, he has like a... Comp- one of the things that our social media team do is build him a compilation of all these moments in the game. And he posts it and tweets it after every game regardless. And when we win, everyone's like, yeah, it's time <laughs> for Emerson's showboat reel, right? Yeah. But when you, you've done that, for that reason... You're like, well, what is this about? And it goes back to what the Anthony stuff is, is that fundamentally it shows where their head is at and it isn't necessarily completely with the team. Now, That's you'd say the interesting. Same about... That is so interesting. I think there's some criteria that's important here. So, and I'd love to know if if, if other people have criteria as well, let me know. I th- the, 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 um, the current scoreline is crucial. I think the yeah. time of which it's done... So 52% said not for me. So it's quite close. 47% yeah. said love it. Um, yeah. And I, who you're playing, I think, is also important. So like if you're doing it yeah, against if you're doing it to, if you're San doing Marino, it, right? And you, so it's Sterling yeah. and San Marino. So <laughs> you look like, ah, a, ah, you look like a noven. Yeah, and they're playing Sherry. Punching down. Whatever it was called. So yeah. it is punching down a little bit. And they were 1-0 up. But I don't think it was that late in the game, was it? Maybe I'm wrong with that. Someone, someone, let me know. Um, so I get. I think that's an interesting point. What you say, though, in terms of it, you know, is your mind on on the team? It can work both ways. It can be useful because sometimes you need a player who has that inner confidence and doesn't really care. Is going to do their thing, and that's going to like open up a game. So for Anthony, I think it's a far more acceptable thing. For Emerson Royale, <laughs> just. Play the five-yard pass, son. And it's not and, and and Emerson Royale isn't a popular figure at Tottenham. And I, I actually think he's he's better than the criticism he, he gets. But he he is polarizing, not even polarizing. I think I would say seventy percent of Spurs fans don't think he's anywhere near as good enough. No. And when you're you know when you're doing that on top of the the background, you know the uh, the idea the the, back, the 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 underlying stories or or um, opinions of him from the fan base, then um, so everyone's. Yeah. And we weren't winning. We needed to win so badly, and you fucked it up for your showreel. It's like it's it was, it was unforgivable in, in in a way. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But by the same token, this is a guy who's um, apparently, if you believe the press, spent a million pounds in, in 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 making him the best player. I think it's like getting trainers in, nutritionists in. He's got a cryogenic cha- chamber, I think, or whatever those ice things are. Are we still talking about um, Emerson Royale? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, so what, by the same token of him Keep the doing that, that, he also he's also you know he does he he wants to better himself. And stuff, right, so. right. I see what you mean. So everyone's saying it was nil nil and it was the first half. So right. that, <laughs> that's you know do we need do we need a new poll for this? I I do you know, generally you've got to. I think do you know the oh, I don't know. Like when Eze does it, or like when Tarap used to do it. I, you love it when it's your team. You absolutely love it when it's yeah. your team. 
I do think position well, matters as well. Uh, wingers should be doing it. Tens should be doing it. Right backs shouldn't be doing it. That's my <laughs> general. Uh, Richarlison, Richarlison did it against against uh, yeah Forest, not in a Forest. Yeah, yeah, and in wallops. that instance, he he got wallops. He kind of deserved it. He drew a foul. I didn't have any issue with it because it was relatively effective, you know. But um, you know, if you give the ball away after doing something like that, like as, as Anthony and and um, Richard uh, and Emerson Rowe did, yeah. But I think anyone who gets too angry about it also needs to look at themselves. It's not that deep, but yeah. Uh, literally, someone said uh, Will just said the exact same thing. Um, the one million story is uh, BS. It comes straight from his agent. Says uh, Lil Baz, who is in the know, it would seem. Um, here we go, guys. So we've got 42 sluggy wuggies in uh, America right now. 36 in the UK. So we're bigger in America. How? It's odd, isn't it? Maybe it's the time of day. Hmm. 18 in New York. And then we've got a few in uh, down here in South Africa. And down here as well. Where's this? Who's this? Who's this little sluggy wuggy? Cape Town. A couple just chilling out in Cape Town watching us. Watching us. Do you know... Um... The orca, you know, orcas have chased all the great whites out of the out of the waters there. Is that good or bad? It's bad, isn't it? Because I'm a big fan of great whites. Oh, okay. So but, come in. but you won't swim with them. Over. You won't swim in the sea. Oh, oh yeah. I'll, I'll swim with them. Oh, well, oh, he'll swim with them. And he, yeah, and he'll lose a limb. A couple in Wellington as well. Just always lovely to see where everyone is. Um, we'll end the magic map and we'll uh, head over to quick questions what we'll do at the end of the podcast so stick around we'll do words of the pod which will be interesting so uh if you put a question in now we can sort of make our way through these uh, along the way um so much to talk about though so much to talk about can we stick with um man united for a second because i don't think i've heard your take on the ronaldo situation he like he obviously came back and scored but um i um i would yeah how do you feel about it I think he's an egomaniac. He's a psychopath. Um, but you kind of have to be in order to be as good as him. Um, what I, I'd care less. I could care less, really, about Ronaldo. I don't. I don't care. It's the end of his career. I don't really give a shit about him. I'll think about him at all. Um, I don't care if he wants to act like a petulant child at thirty-seven. What this actually shows is how good. Ten Hag is at managing this situation, I think. And just as as the test, I mean, for, firstly, he's doing well. You know, Man United are playing well against Spurs. They, by hands down, the best team we played. And and that includes Arsenal, who who, who ripped us apart as well. Uh, Man United were impeccable that night against Tottenham. Um, so I, I think more more of what it says about Ronaldo, it says more about Ten Hag's ability to manage these situations, which are some of the, you know, people are saying like, you know, he's walked into this job, he's got this nightmare situation where Ronaldo doesn't really want to be there. They can't sell him because it, you know, club no club's going to come in and cover his four hundred grand a week wages. Uh, very few clubs seem to be interested in him at all anyway. <clears throat> um, I'm sure Man United would have given him away uh, it for to get his wage bill off off it. But he was stuck with this massive problem, this massive Ronaldo problem. Who, another per, another player, maybe this is just intrinsic to all all players, uh, who puts their own position forward first before for the team. What is he doing by walking off? What are you hoping to gain? You just look like a dickhead. Wildly immature, isn't it? Wildly. He's a grown man. Mate. He's got kids. 
What I find like, amazing because we were talking about it, we were talking about it in the week, weren't we? So uh, patrons will know. So if you want to become a patron, links in the description, I think, um, or go back to last week's pod or whatever. Um, but we were talking about in the mailbag James Corden and like and and the sort of hatred around him and what we kind of dove into a little bit is like you've got to kind of remember that person as a famous person if you know what I mean and, and all the sort of things that can um alter your mindset from that but mm. what I find amazing about him walking off Ronaldo is the lack of the lack of awareness when you are in a public place that's what I find amazing because if you think about it like he's going he might be thinking hang on I'm Ronaldo okay fine and he's allowed that opinion right but yeah knowing the knowing that you're winning knowing how long the walk is knowing that there are 80,000 people watching you in that moment knowing the reverberations that every move that you make occurs all of those things you the motivation to conti- to still do it that that sort of st- makes you sort of step over all of those hurdles in terms of things that might stop you i thought I thought that was like incredibly revealing for someone who this is the other thing I think is interesting about this situation is the fact that us as fans are really harsh, right? In the sense that Mm. if you're not, if he's world-class, you know, if he's, if they need him. So like Adele Tarap's always the one I use. Adele Tarap got away with murder in the, in the championship season because whatever he needed, he, he delivered. And then as soon as we got into the Premier League and it was like, okay, well, you are good, but you're not, you know, you can't do it single handedly in the Premier League. We were kind of like, well, let him let him do his stupid things, get rid of it. Like we are very, very flippant. And I think that's interesting when it comes to Ronaldo is that last year, I'm, I'm really annoyed I didn't have the conviction last year to go. I think this is an absolute mess of a signing. I don't think this is going to work, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't. I sort of tempered it down because it was Ronaldo and you can't say that because he's going to obviously prove you wrong. But now no one's... It's almost like for someone who's been this, the GOAT for so long, as soon as your like physical attributes wane just a little bit or you're just that tiny little bit less important, like you're... I don't know, you come into... you get Your behaviour gets pulled into focus and that's what's happening with him now. Like most footballers, you get away with whatever you need to get away with as long as it's behind a certain line and you deliver on the pitch. But now, because of all these things and the fact that he doesn't, there's a general understanding that the team is better without him. It's amazing how he's just, he's mortal. He's mortal now. You can't just behave that way. I find it fascinating. I don't think, well, the thing is... I don't know, Jim. I just, I just... It's just, I'm just over it. It's the end. It's like just go out with a bit of grace. Like, it's, you're not good enough to be in this team currently. They're better without you. Whatever it is, you may be on paper, you're still Ronaldo. But whatever it is, the team works better without you. If you can't accept it, then, or you don't accept the, the fact that you're, you're not in your manager's plans every week, then rip yeah. the contract up and fuck off. Right, right, true. I did hear someone saying that the big thing was like that Man United never really wanted to lose him was because of the money that they make from, you know, marketing commercial deals and having 
the ability to use Ronaldo's face for a lot of that is is actually really really important. So that might be part mm, of it. It could be something like that, yeah. yeah. But it is it is amazing sure. how like, sure, like he's, costing, he's costing them more than he's bringing in. Like they're, they're not making. Surely they're not making four hundred thousand pound a week from his image rights. Yeah, I mean, if they are, then then money's insignificant, isn't it? The player, um, whether he plays or not, is insignificant. He has a value to the club. It's a quick one for the chat. Um, do you feel like Ronaldo has been like? I know. I think it's pretty blanket that Ronaldo has disrespected United. But do you, do any of you think that Ronaldo has been disrespected in this whole saga? Um, how? Just write how? yes or no. I'll be, cur- I'll be curious to see how many, if anyone thinks that Ronaldo has been disrespected. How can you be paid four hundred grand a week and be disrespected? Because your I, job. Podges- Roy Keane was watching. I think well, he'd Podges- say yes. So look, we got some yeses already. Fifty-fifty. A few yeses. And for those of you who say yes, just explain yourself as well, because I'm intrigued to know. Because I guess some people that would say yes would suggest, um, you know, he scored a lot of goals. He did what was asked of him. Um, and now he's not being played. Maybe is that the is that the? I don't know. I, I I've got to be honest. Like you, you can't behave that way. That's no, Pochettino. One of Pochettino's greatest quotes was, "You come to Tottenham, that Tottenham. You come to Tottenham to train, not to play. You come to that's it. We're paying you to attend training. Then, if you prove yourself, you'll get an opportunity to play." That that was the mentality. And I get you can't throw it at Ronaldo because he's, look at what he's done. But yeah. it should be it should be a it should be it was another thing about the contracts that for for Harry Kane Harry Kane would have, was on a back then was on a low in, relative to his ability a low um, basic wage well, it was about hundred grand but with bonuses it was it was nearly two hundred grand a week that was maybe six seven years ago right so it's it like you can't rest on your laurels ever under that Pochettino's team and and and, and that's why someone like someone's ego shouldn't come first and that's something he was always kind of wary of and um and so uh yeah it was it it's it's the quicker the quicker they get Ronaldo out of the club the better i know he's, his contract's up at the end of the season say goodbye no big ceremony just yeah go with the world cup as well and everything it's only a few weeks away isn't it now andrew lopez says the goalposts have been moved on ronaldo uh, yes, he was their best player last season, says Joe Mama. Uh, Joe also says, yes, biggest profile you player at the club. Didn't You shouldn't let him leave because he scored so many goals this season. He tried to force his way out. He failed, so he's not getting played and he's playing shite. That's someone else. Uh, they could have let him leave, says Andrew Lopez. The idea that he had uh, no offers is ridiculous. He had no offers that United accepted. There is no way... There's no club. There's no way no club show, offered show, a contract. Show, show where's the proof? Where 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 are they? Where did it happen? That you, I mean. But again, you maybe... sign a contract for two years. You sign a contract for two years. You then go there to be a, a, a to do the best for that club, regardless of if you're playing or not or whatever. And the thing that he wanted to play Champions League football, or whatever, and then puts that out in the summer, is also just ridiculous I don't, you can't defend him I don't know what no. he, he's not even like last season he was you know in a sort of average United side he was like their best player he scored 18 league goals which is nothing to be sniffed at mm. but, <coughs> um, but 
but overall they were worse but, as a team. So like, that's I think that has need... to be the, the thing, the guiding light. And like you said, like that man, you, you know, the Tottenham game, they play so much better when he's not there. It's just a fact. Yeah. He is he casts yeah. such a shadow. He really does, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, you gotta get they gotta get him out. You gotta get him out. He's like you can't have that. You can't have that. It's disrespectful to everybody, to your team. He's, you know, he's not. He, if you if you were in that dressing room, you'd be thinking he doesn't give a shit about me. He doesn't give a shit exactly. about any no he anybody here. Yeah, yeah. And how is how can that ever be a positive thing? Well, so that's the that's exactly what I was kind of saying. It's like that's only a positive thing if it benefits you. If you know, Adele Tarap doesn't give a shit about Sean Derry, but if it gets Sean Derry the the money by playing in the Premier League, if it yeah. gets him that championship trophy. Yeah. If it gets him victories, it gets him wimbo. Yeah, but he was a massive part of, yeah, it was a massive part of QPR's success that season. But now yeah. there isn't. And that's... that's it, and that's it, and that's what I find interesting, quite harsh when it comes to elite sport. Is that as soon as you're not the best, then what's what's made you the best and that ego and all those things is, you know, it's quite a sharp drop off. That's um, someone's just. I don't know why this made me laugh. Ollie French in the chat went, "It's got to go, Robbie." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, it's, uh, isn't it? A mad, I'm mad, like just like uh, completely out of context. We know exactly what he means. I so, love, I love that we have it. our own language. I love that, that on this podcast we have our own language. Like you know, <laughs> he's got to go, Robbie. He's got to go, Robbie. Yeah, Robbie's got to go. Ain't one nothing. Do you know as well? Someone goes, oh, nothing. the Champions League clause. Like it was Man United you were going to as well. Like. If he was that bothered about playing Champions League football for two years straight, you like it's Ronaldo's contract. You're telling me they've not thought about the best scenario and the, and the worst scenario. They didn't put that in there. It's outrageous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and, and it's big money as well. Like you're talking about lots and lots of money. And, sure, Andrew um, Lopez is not giving up. Giving Ronaldo junk minutes in a game that you're winning is disrespectful. That doesn't excuse Ronaldo's response, but it is. <laughs> When's it going to end, Robbie? <laughs> when is it going to end? <laughs> When's it oh. going to end? Um, the, quickly, Samuel just sort of keeps he, he keeps asking. Um, yeah, he keeps asking this question about whether or not I take Poch over Conte. I, I, firstly, you don't go. You, you oft, don't often go back. You shouldn't go back. <laughs> no, you, Certainly... you, you edited that sentence just as you were about to say. Um, you shouldn't often go back. Beal in. Uh, uh, Beal for Spurs? No, let's, uh, listen. That's a good bit for the comments. Play... The start of... are, are there players, sorry, just quickly. Are there people that shouldn't, people that went back that shouldn't have gone back? I'd love to know. We could maybe look at Ronaldo a few. shouldn't have gone back. Teddy Sheringham? Ronaldo shouldn't have... No. Shouldn't have gone back. Keen, no, Robbie Keane. Well, look, it's a tough one, right? Because Rob, no, Defoe. Oh man, I'm so good. Yes, yeah, yeah, he was a success yeah, was coming well. back. Interesting. That was mad that season. Um, Redknapp went. Why have you sold? <laughs> what? He's come in. He's gone. Why have you sold all these players? I sold them to you, Harry. Get them all back. <laughs> Get them all back. It's like Harry. Harry Redknapp's coming to Tottenham. Spurs, a, a bottom of the league, eight points, uh, two points from eight games. Everyone's having relegation parties after the first eight games. And Redknapp went in there, right? He went, right, well, what you've done here is you've sold all the good players. Now get them all back. <laughs> to <laughs> go, me. Go and get Defoe. Go and get Robbie Keane. Let's sort this shit out. Um, well, I mean, Crouch came back. 
Yeah. But um in terms of in terms of Pochettino, um I Conte is at the start of his journey. People are getting caught up in what's happened at Tottenham. He's been there less than a year. He's been there eleven months. Right? If you sack a manager after eleven months, he has done awfully. We're currently third in the league, top of our Champions League group. Like are you, are... what I'm not saying we're satisfied with what's going on at Spurs at the moment in terms of the way we're playing. I, I understand the frustration. But you cannot consider sacking a manager when you were in Champions League places. I don't... It, and yeah, yeah, yeah. fundamentally, with a track... It's, it's similar to... You can't sack Tuchel after he's won the Champions League. doesn't matter what happens. Wait a season, then sack him, which is what happened. But you can't... In this scenario, and, and, and you know, Spurs are talking about giving him a new contract, not sacking him, so it's not even a conversation. There's just this growing minority of Spurs fans that think he's going to be, that, that, that he should be replaced. And if Poch was available, would we take him? And I'm saying no. If we didn't have Conte and Poch was available, then yes. But in this instance, we do have Conte. <laughs> So what Conte's doing also is forcing Daniel Levy to spend. You keep saying, if they don't spend, I'm gone. <laughs> but by the same token, you can't keep spending and playing shit football, Conte. Yeah, true. The, uh, I always think the goal difference is a good um, marker. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. You know, when it's like, yeah, and, and that someone said there, James called, Harley says, Jim called Spurs one-dimensional. Thoughts, Flav? I, I did, and I, and I do think they are a bit one-dimensional. But here's Jim, my question no, to you, Flav. Here's my question Go to on. you. Hmm. Are you two? How many players are you away from challenging? And then you have the season where everyone stays fit. Blah 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 blah. How many players are you away? I'm saying if we buy if we buy three players that improve what we have significantly so these are three players that walk straight into our first team we're that far away so yeah i don't but, think, I think you're talking lots away. of money you're, you're talking lots of money you're talking about you're talking 200 million pound outlay that kind of level right you know and like like making what we what we the gap between tottenham and where fans get frustrated with daniel levy is the gap between the kind of transfers that liverpool man united man city and chelsea are willing to make and even arsenal to a certain degree because they spunk big money on People like Pete. Why it didn't work out? It was ambition, right? <laughs> you said what, Pate. What? Pepe. Pepe. Went <laughs> oh right, sorry. He's like Pate. That's his... mm. anyway. Uh, he, um, which Spurs haven't tended to do that. Like our, our best signings recently were Bentancur and Kulusevski, which was a combined forty-four million, which is great business. But Man United thought nothing of spending eighty million pound on Anthony, and Spurs don't do that. So. If we did start doing that, then we could start having a conversation because I think Conte's obviously the right man. You remember the football we played at the end of last season compared to what is 12 league games later when it isn't quite working. It's too early to suddenly start. Um, well, yeah, big, uh, big weekend. Big weekend for you and we should probably talk about this considering it's the title. Arsenal. Ooh. Scrape to win again. Let's, let's reframe this. Those sour, sour gunners are... Are they wobbling somewhat? Uh, you know, I think there's a discussion to be had here. Is there a wobble uh, happening, guys? Let us know in the chat because they beat Leeds, who, if we scroll down, are struggling um, big time. Yeah, be... but they, 
I've struggled beating Leeds. Look, 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 look. Let me, can we preface this, right, with we as responsible yeah. podcasters, we would be remiss to, to not talk about something that we can see with our own eyes. Yeah. Now, we're not saying it's happening. We're just, we're just making a, an observation. And when I say we, it's not maybe it's my idea to make this to talk about this. <laughs> when we say me, maybe Jim, Jermaine. And I've got to say, Jim, before we talk about this, is do you know how many people sent me a screen grab of your I love it when Arsenal win ugly video? I, I got that screen grab from about 15 different people when really? sort your mate out. Sort your mate out. Oh. And I'm like, well, cause he's I, my cause, fo- yeah, because I sport Spurs, don't I? Oh no, hang on a minute. I fucking don't. So I'll do what I want. <laughs> so I literally reply to every single clip this up. And 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 when people when your Spurs mates send you stuff, uh, uh, send them this. I don't support Spurs, so fuck <laughs> off. I'll, I'll talk about what I want. What, what nonsense! <laughs> Look at that crap. Yeah, oh, and, oh, James, and I'm James saying... is James is profiting off by being positive about a football club that's not Spurs. Sort him out. Oh, Shut up. Sort sort him out. They said, and I said, I, sort you I can't. Out. I can't. He's hours away. He's he a three-hour drive. <laughs> I said it's nothing to do with me. It's his YouTube channel. Why are you texting me? What? Why? Are you, what? There's nothing I can do about it. I don't like it either. I don't like. I don't like even saying those what you said over and over again. Look, here, here are the facts. I call it as I see it. All right. It and what do you see right now? Well, and I tell you what. If all those muggy people who message you are too busy being muggy to get on with the rest of their lives going oh 40 more they <laughs> i know that i know who i know like five of them i can think of, i could say <laughs> them now um the fact is in in that same video i said if this performance leads to another bad performance or awkward performance let's say like a one all draw which i did predict on espn or and a, a defeat in the Europa League later that week, that's not an isolated performance. That then becomes a trending situation. Wow. And thus the word in- crack will appear in a title. Okay? It is interesting you say that, Jim. I, and I, like, obviously I'm coming from a you know, hopeful Spurs fan. Base. Like, I've, I've got an agenda. You- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You've not got an agenda. You've proved that over and over again. Thank you. You don't have a agenda against Arsenal. In fact, you went so far as to say, I am backing Arsenal this season because Flav is too biased about, about when talking about it. And then the show is becoming like an anti-Arsenal podcast, which it should be. It fundamentally should be a no-go for Arsenal fans. They are not right. welcome here. They're not, in fact, I was to go so far as saying they're not welcome on your channel at all. But that's it's your channel. You it's my it. channel, isn't it? Yeah, it's my channel. <laughs> um, it's your channel. Um, but Jim, Jim, but but but, but. Uh-huh. they were on fire at the start of the season, and now they're not. Is all I'm saying. It might not lead to anything. You might still win the league. It's just you're not playing as well as you did. And um, yeah. I, 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 they've drifted back to sweet gunners. They are not sweet, sweet gunners right now, for sure. <laughs> and if yeah, and you've got to be careful. That could be some. It could be some sour gunners on the horizon. Yeah, look. Personally, I don't think it's that big a deal losing to a very good PSV Eindhoven side. Um, it's about the league form. Here's the, here's what I would say. If you know, if I want to throw you a bone here, Flavis, are they, I mean, te- they, they, they are they tensing up a little bit? <laughs> I mean, oh, they can't look. It's impossible for them to maintain the levels that they'd maintained before, right? It's not you can't go for an entire season, and because if you, if they did, by proxy they would they would lose, well, two games, two or three games all season, and win the league by landslide. No one can keep that up. Yeah. So it's not unex, it's not it's not unexpected that they are a little bit more stiff than they were previously. Um. So. And, I mean, look, all I'm saying as well, we're just, we're just chewing the fat here. Yeah. Like, nothing's concrete. We're not saying they're falling apart. We're not saying Arteta's naive. We're not saying that. We're no. not saying they've spent a lot of money and their expectations should be winning the league and anything less than that is complete and utter failure. We're mm-hmm. not saying that. We're not, <laughs> we're not saying that they don't actually have a number nine. We're not saying that. Yeah. We're not saying, we are not saying that Martinelli is actually, I mean, he's very young, he's seen his eye, but can he really consistently do it for a league? We're not saying that either. <laughs> We're not saying those things, Jim. <laughs> Sorry, Ed, Ed Hot Astro says, they absolutely stink, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> what, Arsenal? <laughs> it's of a league, mate. I love it. I love it. You literally are on I know, a... I think uh, every football ju- club is, in, is on a knife edge all the time. And then you could just... Yeah flop over onto one. I think, what, what I think we are saying think, is that it's a big game this weekend, but at the same time, Arsenal against Nottingham Forest, you've got to win that. You cannot be. There's, at home, that is, that is pretty disastrous if you start. If you, then we, then is, we've got a bit of a problem. There are cracks forming if they don't beat. Stink, I, don't, I don't think he means bad. He's just saying Arsenal smell. Arsenal fans smell. They smell bad. They reek. All right. Okay, well, you know, however you know, Arsenal you fans, if you go near an Arsenal fan, they smell of like, you know, when you've been rubbing copper in your hand, like like two pence pieces in your hand for about. <laughs> that's what that's what they smell like. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure we tried to get that bit off the ground. Um, what the football fans smell like, but uh, I don't think it... <laughs> they stink worse than my nan, and she's rotting in the ground. It says proud to be a Geordie. Right. Wow, classy. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> Bit heavy, that. Bit <laughs> heavy, that. Uh, in the ground. Sure, if Jesse Marsh gets 
if Jesse March gets it? sacked by that... Liverpool this weekend, as, uh, like after Leeds. losing to Liverpool, sorry, by Leeds after losing to Liverpool, that's that's harsh. Just just as I, as I look at the fixtures, just want to say it's the, they hard. don't want him. The, the, the problem with Leeds is that they they want every, they they don't, they want Bielsa. They just want him, and want no him one back. else is good enough. Never go back. Of course they do. They all never go back. We've talked about that, but he's. Can can an American manager survive in the Premier League? Will an American manager ever survive the Premier League? There just is. There is. It's not nice, is it? People just don't. They don't like him. I think it's unfair. Not really. um, Sort of taken seriously, are they? No, they're Uh, people waiting to. Waiting to turn on them for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, um, Just just to round the Arsenal bit up, then are these Arsenal cracks? Official, so we so what we're saying, Forest. If they draw to Forest, is that is that an, a, an official crack, or does it need to be a defeat? I think I I, I think they probably get a stay of execution if they draw at home to Forest. That feels like a crack to me. I'm gonna I'm, I'll say it. I'll say it. That'll that'll. That'll uh, cheer up your Spurs well, buddies. Can I ask you? Like, can I ask you a question? If if Arteta, if, if these are cracks, right, and Arteta and Arsenal don't finish in the top four, they finish fifth, for example, which is, would be insane. Like that, that is a massive bottle job territory, right? <laughs> what do they? They got to sack him, right? Got to go. Eh? The uh... if he finishes fifth, he has to go. That'd be eight, eight, fifth, fifth, and about half a billion pounds spent. Possibly. Possibly. Right, let's leave, know. It, leave it. Possibly. Would, let's know. Would you? Would you back Arteta if you? If from this position, he finished fifth in the league with Arsenal. Would few, that be enough? For you. A few Arsenal fans in the chat saying anything less than a win, convincing win, is a crack. Wow. Wow. Arsenal fans saying that. Arsenal fans saying that. I love that after all of that Flav's going support your team what's wrong with you yeah fucking back your team what's wrong with you <laughs> right the, um, uh, look it, then you're they're absolutely fine don't worry Arsenal fans you're fine it's all fine you're gonna be you're good you're good you're a good team young okay. team some bro says naive. if a draw young is team. a crack what is a loss who would replace him? Good question. Let's know in the comments. Yes, right. Uh, enough of this. Just, just quickly, just quickly, just quickly. Oh. One line, final thing. Did play a strong team against PSV. Just saying that. Just want to leave that there. It was a strong team. PSV are good, though. Lost to Rangers, though, didn't they? Didn't get into the how, how, good, how good are they? Where would they finish in the champion in, in the Premier League? 15th? Uh, 15th. Yeah, sure. Yes, how good are they? They're essentially Bournemouth. Simmons. They're a Bournemouth. They're that good. Think bit maybe they, I think maybe maybe like eleventh like Brian You've never heard Brian's squad. I, I I mean I know I'm not going to throw you under the bus here, but never heard of a single player, not one, not that same. Not that I wouldn't expect that. I wouldn't expect you to. Well, one of those players is in my one to watch for every World Cup team, which is exactly. out now and has has performed quite disappointingly so far. So if you could go and watch it, that would be great. Right? Who, did, who was it? Who did you? Say? Cody Gakpo. Okay. Who's good? He's well good. He's good. Man United wanted him, but uh, probably should have got a striker in, in the end. Don't anyway. buy t- t- buying players from the everyday season. Very risky. It is risky. More Dutch chat coming. Here we go. So, Jim, big laugh award. 
Um, this made me laugh. I didn't realise we were doing knob chat, but apparently last week we were doing a bit of knob chat. And Jack Byrne says, on knob chat, <laughs> Jesus, he's named it, a mate of mine is a, <laughs> this is class, a mate of mine is a triplet. And when pissed one night, he revealed to us that he'd recently seen the piece of one of his brothers and he couldn't believe the size of it. <laughs> he said him and his other brother were fuming. The wealth wasn't shared equally. As by the look of it, there was plenty to go around. <laughs> that's that's a kick in the nuts, isn't it? You'd be you'd be fuming. You'd be you absolutely would. That bang out of order, like hold on, we're triplets for fuck's sake. Yeah, you me like that, God. Yeah, but like, actually, that would be so you'd be so, so angry because every single part of your body is identical apart from the penis. <laughs> that would that would be fuming. Why? Why? You would, how would you react? You'd be like, hang on, no, 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 pull them back down. What's that? What is that? That's you're hung like a horse. Yeah, that's heartbreaking, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, it did make me chuckle. Top comments. Sumbro, who's in the chat right now. Hello, mate. He said, I didn't realise James and Flav preferred us to watch Jaffin at half-mast. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, so if you missed last week's podcast, it's, it's a belter. I found out that Bill was staying mid-podcast. And it was just really good fun. And actually, if you haven't uh, watched it or listened to it, what you should do is listen to it on Spotify because I listen to it on Spotify and it's very enjoyable. Proud to be a George said, quote mark, pull them back down. Hold on. <laughs> pull those back down. Ah, 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 ah. Caught a glimpse. Pull them back down. Caught a glimpse of his piece. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, pull them back down. Pull them back I down. I want to look at your dick. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, can you just pull them back down for a sec? What? Is that um, so? Sumbro, I didn't realise James would prefer us to watch Jaffin at half mast. I will endeavour to watch all future episodes at at least a semi. Um, the replies were that Jack Conway said, uh, "This got that got forty nine likes." Jack Conway said, "The challenge is avoiding going too far and then sitting through an hour of sandwich chat with a stud on." Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then the comment underneath that underneath that made me laugh. SCZ. I've been sat here at full mast all this time like a total idiot. <laughs> stay, you've got to stay on top of that. Very difficult. That's impossible, isn't it? Is it impossible to stay, stay at total equilibrium at half What's... mast for, for 40 minutes? That's, that's impossible, isn't it? It, it ain't, it's not easy. It is a challenge. You're not, you're not like, no one's saying that it's not, it's, it's an easy thing to do. Just saying that is peak. That's what you want to be. If you want to be as if if you have a if if you have a, a, a choice, <laughs> half mast is where you want to be. That's what, when, when watching en- this podcast. When, yeah, yeah. when enjoying the pod. Just... Imagine that a, a we, couple we, of lads who watch we, the we podcast. Together. It. Yeah, ideally. Ideally, it would be. <laughs> we would prefer it if you were at half mast while watching the pod. He's always yeah. saying. I just, I actually we're, would. Not... I want you to be. I want you to be calm. I don't want you to be sort of because what if I don't know? What if you like laugh too much and then it's like something happens? I don't know. It just feels it feels like a t- tightrope. Joe 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 Wapplington says half mast eats a perfect level of tipsy. It's like half mast is like having three pints. It's that. It's a good feeling. It's good, isn't it? You feel great. I feel. I I think you feel trapped. No. 
don't know what. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I just think it's a nice. It's a nice. It's look. I'm not. I think I'd feel what... contained. I'd want to let go. Do you know you don't mean? have to have trousers on. Yeah. I I would I would I would this my preference for this podcast and people listening this is to have no trousers on and be half mask. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't know, but it's it's Friday. Uh, Luke Bromage, curry panic. Uh, Sammy's chat on its way. Um, just bringing curry panic back. I went on a team night out with my Sunday league side a few years back, where the plan was curry house then piss up. And I, before I read the next few words, which were in brackets, what's your first thought when I say to you? This would say that sentence on a team night out Sunday league side a few years back. The plan was curry house, then piss up. What are your thoughts? Do you think anything? Doesn't have I'm, I'm thinking that you're going to be full of cu- you're going to be full of curry, which means that you're, you're not going to enjoy the night. Like the curry is the last thing you do. Yeah. Anyone who suggests that anyone who suggests on a day out, let's go for a curry first or any heavy meal prior to the night Anything. out. It's just very difficult to toast. get yourself up. For just it. have a bit of toast before you leave. Have a bit of toast before you leave and then just crack on with your night. I don't like when they eat the people are oh, eating cheating. It's not cheating. It just fucks the day up. Yeah, it just slows you down. And you can't. Yeah, you can't I, drink as quick. Do you, what's best is sort of a late lunch, isn't it? Or go to a yeah, pub d- and have like a burger or something at like three. Jim. Jim, you, did I tell you about when I went, I went football the other week and um, I met Ricky and Spooky um, at the, the CAF? Did I tell you about this? No. So we went to... So, I, so I, like, I was a bit late. I come in, obviously coming from Wiltshire, so it took took ages to get there. Anyway, they went... Um, Ricky and, and, and Spooky went, oh, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you... Why don't you meet us in the... You meet us in the CAF. Enjoy CAF on Tottenham High Road. Why don't you meet us there? And I'm like, oh, God. I mean, food, really? Before drinking? Lots of food? And then they were like, don't worry about it. Well, you don't have to have anything. Or, you know, you can have a bit of ours, whatever it is. So we've gone in there, and they've got their food already. And when I say it was the biggest fry-up each, that it was two fry-ups. Essentially, it was a big oval plate. Pete Doherty two... levels this. Not that big. Not that big, but still significant, Right. It wasn't a normal fry-up. It was like having two fry-ups. And do you know what? You know what Spooky did? He went, can I have some chips as well? Chips on, on top of two fry-ups. And Ricky went, well, I'm going to be fine. So I left the hash, hash browns, but I did order fried bread. Pigs. A pair of little pigs, a pair of them, right? Uh, fried, so I bre- go in there, fried bread, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get I, it. But I, 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 I had a, a veggie burger. I just needed something. We got to the pub... Jim, we got yep. to the pub, okay, and we're just sitting there like that. People just sipping, yeah, yeah, just yeah, sipping the pints, going down like a fucking bucket of cold sick. Just a bad decision. What? So it's like and one of these what, bad boys you see on the stream again. in a minute. They're gonna do yeah, go I'm, back. I'm They're gonna do it again. They'll do it again this Saturday. They will fucking do it again. I know it, and I've told them. I've told them I don't like. I was like this ruins the day, and they'll fucking do it again. They're a pair of arseholes. Look, we're all for being full on this podcast. We've spoken about it numerous times, but you've got you've got to think about your um, post full up plan. They they ruined they partly ruined my day because the they after, ate too much food. Yeah, what's the opposite of an afterbirth? You've got to think about that bit. <laughs> Someone will say something in the chat. I get 
look, be full, be full on your sofa watching a film. Like, be full then. That's yeah, that's yeah. a great time to be full. Be full on a be full on a Sunday of... at midday. That's yeah, when you be, be full, full then. Be full. That's the perfect time to be full. Perfect. Time. Know that when you're full impacts the lives of others around you. Yeah, you've got you've got to stay switched on to that. Um, how do we even get on? They'll to do that? it. Again. They'll fucking do it again. Is what winds me up. That's mad. See, that that is funny. We do all fall for that, don't we? Like Chinese buffet, like, we'd be like, oh yeah, buzzing, go, never again by the end of it, <laughs> and then like two weeks later, go, mm, well, where should we go? Chinese buffet? Well, I'm tired again. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was thinking that. Um, and also Luke said, rackets, a dangerous order to do them anyway, in my opinion. Someone in the chat said, think of the farts on the dance floor. That's a good point. I mean, if if, if it does work that quickly for you. Anyway, um, I was the vice captain of the Sunday League team, uh, having been an established player for a few years. And this evening I fancied a passander or a korma. For those of you who don't know, our American brethren, uh, who maybe don't eat curry as much as we do here, uh, that is... That's a very mild, if anything, sweet um, curry. You know, by the way, can I just say, there's very few things better than a um, Peshwari naan. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just bloody love a Peshwari naan. It's, so great. Good. it's like yeah, a pudding. Great. It's like cake. Um, anyway, yeah. knowing... So... Go on, go on. No, no, no. no, no, no. Okay. I was going to say, just that sometimes you can get these sort of cheesy, cheese flatbreads in... in um... In, in some curry houses, it's great with a curry. With, great with a curry? Cheese with a curry? Yeah, it's like a cheese paneer. Oh, or, okay, paneer's great, yeah. Or, or um, what, uh, chipati. Cheese chipatis. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. Uh, knowing plenty of beer was to follow and not being the biggest fan of really spicy food. However, as the orders were flying in, the captain of our team ordered a vindaloo. It was a massive fuck-off power move. <laughs> So being the vice captain with ambitions of taking the armband someday, I decided to match his massive bollock manliness <laughs> and also go with the vindaloo. <coughs> an hour later, an hour later, after some serious sweats and panicking, I had the shits. An hour? That's mad, isn't it? I was on the toilet at home by nine o'clock, missing the piss up. And being called, and so just to remember this, guy's called Luke Bromage. He's now called Pook on Sunday mornings. Still to this day, nightmare. Um, let's know saying, curry people, panic. People are saying in the comments, cheese with a curry. Look, I didn't do it. The, the Indian people in the shop who obviously <laughs> know much more about curry than me did it. I just ate it. Yeah. Shout out one spice and devices. <laughs> <laughs> Sandwich chat. Here we go. A CM Stewie. Lots to talk about here, uh, and it and it veers off as well. Probably a very unpopular opinion, but for me, the crust of a sandwich is on. And this is good. Sandwich chat. I, I sort of wondered, is this worth it? But what it, it does do is it weeds out the weirdos. Um, if, but so probably a very unpopular opinion. But for me, this crust of a sandwich is on par, if not superior, to the middle. That's bold. Ultimate. Ultimate. Bold, mate. Really bold. You know, I was saying earlier in the week, there's, you say little things sometimes and it make me laugh. If you listen to the pod, that's one of them. Ultimately, having a bite with both, having a bite with both crust and middle is what I'm after. But now and again, I treat myself to, 
by leaving the crust last and squashing them together. The guy who saves the crust and eats them at a different time is a step too far, though. One week ban. Um, I mean, like, well, two week ban. Fuck it. Get away from did this you, podcast. Did you see the first hole I sent to you? It says, I, I cut my sandwiches on a 60 to 40 bias and eat the small half first. Instead of being disappointed, I'm halfway through. I'm excited there's more to come. <laughs> I retweeted that tweet. Um, I, it's yeah. absolute genius that for me it really is there's a book i know the guy rob manuel who runs that first hole came up with it he's a lovely guy i bought his book his book's out now to support him okay that is absolute genius i don't know if Fe- yeah. is, hang on first hole's not this person is it because someone did say a similar thing um where is it um oh it's gone it might turn up later anyway um yeah that is absolute genius um and i think the way forward for me from now on so many people tag me in it so yeah 640 i love that half it through and i'm excited there's more to come that is so smart <laughs> i haven't thought about that it is smart do you so think you'd clever. be a bit nervous when you, you you're then approached by the big bit like, oh this feels like a lot my main concern is the adrenaline whilst going through that first quarter because i'm just so excited for the end bit for the next bit and that, yeah. and that that juicy middle that that is is to be um, Tyler Norton says, uh, turns out Flav randomly saying sandwich that one time was actually a premonition. Flavstodramus. Well done, Tyler. I think I've got Tourette's. I've never talked about this before, but I think I think I have. Do you? Yeah. Man. I think that sandwich was a little um, a little Tourette's tick at the moment. That's interesting. I've definitely got physical physical ticks. I mean... So. Worth looking into? I'm not sure. It probably isn't, really, is it? No, it's not. What difference no. does it make? Yeah, exactly. Uh, LM, uh, <laughs> Flav talking uh, about overthinking while eating is definitely something I'm guilty of. When eating chili con carne or a curry, I can't help but constantly think about the ratio of rice to chili curry on each fork. Four. Now, I would think I would think about that for the whole plate, but not each fork. Thing, a uh, thing is, I always end up with a decent amount of rice left over, despite the stress I put myself uh, under. So it's undeniably pointless exercise, but I can't stop doing it. I know, I know what he means. Like the, when we make a curry, I use the corn pieces, which obviously absorb the flavour of the curry, and it's really good. Right? And I do sometimes think I can't have two on a two on. So I'll have my fork, corn pieces on there with a the curry. I'll eat that. The next fork can't have any corn pieces on it because I'll be left yeah, with none yeah, yeah, too soon. Yeah. So. You've got to ration out the pieces. Like, they still ration out the bits of chicken. Don't you wish you could record your inner monologue? Because I would be similar. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, slow it down, Jim. Slow it down. We've got to go easy now. Maybe a bit heavy with the rice on this one. Okay, now we're going to... And I would be like, okay, so where... I'm looking at the plate. I'm thinking, where are we going to go? Uh, oh, I could go... Oh, no, no, no. We'll save oh. you to the... Put you to the side. I'm going to save you for later. Let's get some and, rice and sauce now. Well, I was, I was on a breakfast buffet, weren't I, on the weekend? And I was... I, my, all I think is what Jim did. WJD, what would Jim do? Do you know what's sad is uh, that now with the old, you know, bit of weight loss, trying to get in good nick, (coughs) dabbling with the idea of attempting to get a six pack now, Flav, we're at that stage. Um, I've got to, you've got to be careful. I have to be like, and I can't. When I was, when I was in Glasgow the other week, I couldn't attack the uh, the breakfast buffet the, the way I really wanted to, which is just honestly, it's heartbreaking. I yeah. had I had two There's sausages and I walked away and I was nearly crying. What a waste! 
Yeah. My, in my heart, I wanted six. Um, Ubermelon, this is from you, last week. This, Go on. You have these things called intrusive thoughts. They're like mental things that come into your mind, into your mind that you would never imagine doing, but everybody has them. Yeah. Like, I saw a kid in an Arsenal strip the other day, and in my head, I thought, I could boot that kid. I always think kick. I, could, I always think I kick could, as well. I can kick that. I can <laughs> kick that kid really hard. Maybe kick him in a road or something. Is that? Is that? Well, actually, this is good to talk about. Is that a normal thing, guys? Is it? Because I thought kick. I always think kick. I, I don't want to punch him. I just want to kick him. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd boot that kid. And, so, and I'd never, naturally, never, never, ever would boot a child. Of course. But in my mind, my mind says. I want to kick the kid. fuck out of that kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how far I could volley that kid. Yeah, and yeah, just to reiterate, I, I could never, launch him. never do that. Eleven feet, I reckon I could kick that kid. Do, do you know what, though? You want to you want to kick them like in a cartoon, don't you? And it's like, Bing! and they go off and they stand and they're fine. There's no, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you just you just want to like a like a, like a, <laughs> a side volley. Just like if you really engineer, use your body weight, twist into the kick, <laughs> boot the kid as hard as you can. Yeah, like the cover of FIFA. Yeah, but a lot like of people... Like the cover yeah, of FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> a bit like, no, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you where it is. Just to be, just to be clear, like, because I, I, I've got some big things that might be happening this but we don't mean this. He's a thought, as he said from the start. Intrusive he means thoughts. Intrusive it's, thoughts. He, he yeah. wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do this. We wouldn't no, do this. No, of course. We're just talking about a natural condition where... You want to sometimes you don't want to do it, but your brain goes, "You could kick that kid." Sure. Um, do you know? You on? know the yeah. Okay. You know, but just just quickly, you know the the picture, the one where you're in your sort of suit or or you're like in your jacket and you're you, you're kicking it. Sort of, it was your header on YouTube or Twitter or something. Yeah. That's there. Yeah, that like that that technique. Okay, that's not there anymore. I've got a beautiful one made. Um. Okay. So uh, last week um you had you had bread. Close to hand when we're talking about how you cut things. Uber Melon says, Flav is... B- Flav, fuck's sake. You know when I get an audio message? When I get a message from you, I've got my AirPods in, it'll go, Flav. And then it'll <laughs> say the message. Um, Flav has been waiting years to use his pod bread. <laughs> Every weekly shop, he buys an extra loaf of bread on the off chance he could use it in the next pod. Uh, Tidface says, uh, Flav having bread to hand might be the most organised thing he's ever done on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is weird. Uh, Joseph, sandwich chat. I was at my friend's house the other day and he m- made a plate of sandwiches for everyone. A nice gesture, but the options were either ham or Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> which which is already dodgy. <laughs> why has he arrived at that? How can it be that? Which is Jeez. already... Yeah, something now. Stay savoury. What are we doing here? Uh, which was already dodgy. Without knowing what was in it, our other friend friend grabbed a sandwich and bit into it. He looked immediately puzzled and asked, "What's in this one?" To which my friend replied, "Oh yeah, those are, those ones are just butter." <laughs> it's weird making sandwiches for all your mates. I think as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is weird. That is weird. <laughs> That's probably the weirdest thing of all of it. It's, like, it's a bit it. more. Yeah, Do you the, want some uh, sandwiches, lads? <laughs> make some sandwiches. Make eight sandwiches. Ham, Nutella, and just butter. I bet he brought them on a tray, didn't he, as well, which is also weird. Yeah, you're right, because, because actually the sort of the ham, the Nutella, the butter, it's actually that's just a bit laddie. But the, the, the fact that you're willing to make them sandwiches is, is odd. Um, when questioned, he said that he'd run out of ham, 
And so I decided to continue making sandwiches, but filling them with just butter. The rest of the night was like a sandwich minefield as we <laughs> carefully checked each one to see if there was anything actually in it. <laughs> uh, very good. That's amazing. Uh, okay. Hang on. This was good. I can't remember. This was weird as well. Right, Dan Reese. I have a little sandwich chat myself. Back when I was 16, our football club organised a tour of the ne- Netherlands and Belgium, playing a different team each day over the course of a week. Everyone turns up the morning of departure, pillow, suitcase and packed lunch in hand. Do you ever go on a school trip? Yeah. Okay. Not, not, not abroad, but just like to signage. So very, yeah, we went there. Uh, very exciting stuff. After an initial raucous couple of hours, the coach settled into a state of slumber. It was an early start and I was growing weary myself, so decided to get some shut-eye. The hum of the engine and light banter in the, the distance set me off without a hitch. I'm not sure how long had passed, but I slowly began to stir after becoming aware of a rustling noise. Now concentrate, Flav, because I'm still a bit confused by this. Our left back, sat next to me, must have become peckish and was tucking into his packed lunch. I, re- I remained in my incredibly awkward sleeping position, peeling my teary eyes open, only to witness him compressing two sandwich halves into a sphere. So you made it into a ball? <laughs> two hands... You smashed it up and made it into a ball? I, I think so. Two hands slowly working his way around it until there was no longer any give. To my horror, he then proceeded to place the entire thing in his mouth. He made a, a ball, a sandwich ball. <laughs> I think. I think so. That's I'm, crazy. I must have let out a small gasp because he quickly realised I was conscious, turning to me, eyes locked, mouth full. <laughs> he, held, <laughs> <laughs> he held our gaze for a couple of seconds before I shut my eyes, no longer able to recognise the man before me. I awoke an hour or so later. We sat in silence for some time before he offered me the latest loaded magazine. A loaded magazine was like a sort of <laughs> halfway yeah. house between like... a sort of porn and a GQ, I guess. Yeah. Um, he, we held our gaze for a couple of seconds before I shut my eyes. Longer to, oh, sorry, I've done that. Um, he gave me a loaded magazine. I presume as a peace offering because we never spoke of the incident again. So a sort of sandwich ball. Is that a ball? A sandwich that's just been crushed into a ball? Is that a thing? I'm not sure about this one, Jim. You calling it? Might be. I might. I think you might have made it. I think it might not be true. Oh, no, I'm okay with it. I think I'm... What do you... Let us know in the comments below. Is that real? Is that true or not? Let us know. I didn't think of that. That's interesting. Right, let's finish off with... Okay, quick Samson, then this Dutch music thing, which I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, so Samson... Daniel Johnson, great Samson from The Office. One of the grads confidently said, he has been put on a pedal stool. A moment of sharp silence fell as we said, thanks for this wonderful opportunity. At the risk of jumping the gun and ruining this glorious opportunity, we asked the poor grad to repeat his sentence, confirming that he did in fact believe the saying was, put on a pedal stool instead of pedestal. Photos of pedal stool were popping around the office for days, and I still chuckle when I remember it to this day. Good. Good. Jo- uh, uh, what I continue to be so upset with is Mika Richards using vocal point. He did it again, and I can't handle it. If someone, can get, a message, if someone can get a message to Mika Richards, 
to stop calling it a vocal point. It's a focal point. I like you. I like the energy you bring, but it's not a focal point. Okay, mate? Yeah. Right. Dutch music chat. Um, guys, if you're watching, if you're still watching right now, please do um, hit the like button for me and subscribe if you And follow us on Spotify as well. Bart013. Hi, James and Flav. I don't know to which section this story belongs, but you might like it. I am Dutch, and last week I went on a school trip to Bosnia and Herzegovina. In the evenings, we were forced to be in our hotel room at 10pm, so my mates and I would spend the nights playing football manager whilst listening to some random Dutch songs. This is when we discovered a song called, and I'm obviously going to butcher this, Als Zij Zevinger in Min Kont Stiekt. Which means, when you put your finger in my bum. <laughs> you calling it? Or are you going to let me finish? No, go on. I believe It's about a relationship, and you wonder why Dutch music isn't mainstream. It's about a relationship only held together by a girlfriend bumming him. We quickly became we quickly became massive fans of this song. <laughs> what? I've got to Google this. Go on. D- I tell you what. Can I... my bum. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, we discovered my... that the song was written by a Dutch actor called Tom van Kalmhoot. It's calm, calm, spelt with a K. H-O-U-D-T. His artist name is Ron van Zalmsaus. On our last day in Bosnia, we were... <laughs> on our last day in Bosnia, we went to a city called Mostar. We were casually walking down the streets when we saw Tom van Kalmhoot, <laughs> the, the writer of When You Put Your Finger in My Bum. We could not believe that he, of all people, was in Mostar as well. We took a picture with him. If you would like to hear the song, it's called Als Jij Jevinger in Milne Konstitsk by whatever his name is. I could translate the best bits for you if you would like that. I don't know how to send you a picture, but if you would like to see the picture with us and Ron, I could send it to you. Unfortunately, I didn't bring a spoon with me. Good. Yeah. A big, is this a, so was this a successful song? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a Dallas hit, just niche, isn't it? It's like, yeah. <laughs> can you can you Google it? Or are you worried about copyright strike? No, I'm not worried about copyright strike. Um, but then, then I haven't. I can't copy and paste it. I can't bloody. I could search uh, the guys now. I can't be asked. Flav. Can't be <laughs> I'm not sure if it's going to take off Dutch music. No. Um, right, guys. Thank you for uh, listening to the podcast. If you are new, get involved in the comments down below. Um, I haven't answered questions. Apologies for that. Um, I tell you, what, quick, super quick fire. Could probably do it. Um, thoughts on Chris Sandwich? I'm not a fan. Flav. Uh, I definitely have crisps with a sandwich, just not inside. Great. A um, few Arsenal fans coming in for some reason out now and just having a right go. Fair enough. Um, 
deal with it. What you could do is actually go back and actually watch the video, not just click on the link and go, how oh, there are Arsenal cracks? Watch the video and you'll you'll hear me say all of the things that Arsenal are not mm-hmm. doing and not uh, all the things that are, are not an issue for Arsenal. Although that is exactly why um, we made the title. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, is cake a sandwich? Is a cake a sandwich? Uh, no, it's not. It's a cake. Frankie Danky, has he been sick again? Fluff? Uh, well, yeah, several times. Okay. Um, God, there's so many. Uh, are we at Fleet for Services right now? No, we're not. Are Leicester City at... back? Um, no. I was, at, but... I was at Fleet Services on Saturday. Were you? How was it? Uh, was not, that... I think not a single nosh. Didn't get one nosh while That's I was there. Gone down Couldn't there, find there. anyone. Couldn't... <laughs> I think like I think a, good a lot of people, a lot, well, a lot of people say a lot of brave stuff, but don't actually follow through. There was no one behind the bins. I had a little look through the um, the wooded area of Fleet Services. No one skulking around. I was really disappointed. <laughs> I just had to put the kids back in the car and <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and drive to Fort Park. Yeah, what a shame. Um, right, guys, enjoy your weekend. Uh, thanks for watching. Join us on Patreon if you'd like to. And just continue enjoying yourselves. All right. Um, Take care, everyone. Have a great week, and uh, you know, don't let the football get you down. Exactly. And uh, come on, Queensland Rangers. Yeah. When are um, they playing next, Jim? Quickly. Allcott's Allcott's on his way up to Brum in about an hour and a half. That's um, right. Luke, who got um, got a bit of heat last week at the start of the podcast. We're actually yeah. it was all just a bit of fun, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing him and uh, smashing up his beloved Blues. Fingers it wasn't crossed. fun from my part. I meant every word. Yeah, true. Um. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.